This is Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, good morning and welcome to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score. This is Peter Ferguson with Peter Ferguson, BHS LLC and Lincoln Public Schools. Um, got another good morning, Harrison. I think we escaped, hopefully, the uh, winter winter getting, I guess, whatever we want to call it. Yeah, we're getting snow and then we're getting about <laughs> followed up by 50 degree weather and it's all just mountain right away. So I'm not going to complain. It's been a weird winter, but I mean, I'll take it. I don't want to see that snow when it gets all gray and dirty after a few months i think the car washes love it it's like i went by the other day and it was slush and coming up and then it was like all the way back and then i think it was like those people must be on those unlimited passes or what it, whatever it might be yeah i might i need to get on that because like the the salt is destroying my oh, i'm yeah. sure you can hear my muffler getting worse and worse. <laughs> it is getting so bad right now i had i put some like welding on it the other day and okay. it worked held for few months and then uh about i think all the salt on the road and then one day i heard it i'm like i'm just waiting for the thing to fall off the bottom of my car it's getting so bad <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything as you coasted down the hill into the, <laughs> into the studio and everything you took your foot off the gas yep. but no hey it's been a been a busy week as usual we got a, um, about three full sessions or f- three full segments so i want to get into it but again um state tournament time we had a number of schools that mm-hmm. have qualified so congratulations to all those schools not just in the lincoln uh, lps area but just around the area exciting time the girls field i think is set so that's all done i know there was one delay on a district game on wednesday because of the weather mm-hmm. so um congrats to north star who's um first time ever going to the state tournament um built on the kind of shoulders of a number of different people eric williams um ellen jorgensen and now tommy johnson's over there and um, completed the cycle and you know lincoln southwest um got in and so said upset of uh, i think bellevue west and so they're going to the state tournament and then lincoln high um kind of finished this cycle so after kind of having a tremendous season they're going as well and so I know we got Malcolm also going to the state tournament um, and Waverly kind of in the area so I know there's some other teams but just definitely want to congratulate those and the boys finish up here on Monday I believe with their Mm -hmm. district finals yeah and then uh, speaking of the Lincoln High girls is they are just that team yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because like i do the high school minute and it's like oh, okay. I'm, I'm every time i'm reading it's like and lincoln high played norfolk and you look at the final score and it's like 70 to 14 yeah, yeah. and it's like that team uh lincoln high if you like watching just like really good girls basketball lincoln high is one team to watch because it's it's not even that like they're they're just more athletic it's like just fundamentally too like they are just such yeah. a sound team uh so again shout out to that and then uh, obviously had wrestling wrap up um like i said we're getting to that transition point in the year where a lot of these students not only are they uh, kind of gearing up, it's that recovery too. Like, how do you right. smoothly transition into the next thing without completely burning out your body? Well, and we had, um, I think, Coach Venerable on talking about mm-hmm. that too. Is just that transition of going from you know one sport to the next, and so also state swimming. Want to give yeah. a shout out to that bowling, and so you know you're starting to see the kind of conclusion of that. And then we'll talk a little bit on the youth sports and um, making sure that transition. So if you haven't gotten a chance, you can listen to the you know the podcast, the replays on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, going to ninety three seven the Ticket FM, um, and just really if you get a chance, listen to that episode with Coach Venerable. I think there was some real nuggets on just making sure scholars transition well not just for athletics but mentally and physically I think there's a common theme in every one of our shows it's been you know making sure not only physically you're okay but mentally um, individuals are doing the right thing yeah and coach Venable he's he's definitely one of one of more favorite guests you bring on here because he's he's just got a lot of good nuggets Uh, especially like when you're dealing with like the youth in particular it is like a weird time to like try to grow muscle 
Because um, like he said, like some kids, they it's don't. It's always a weird time to try to grow <laughs> muscle. I'm still trying to do that, yeah. Harrison. I think whatever you got, you got, you probably got like an eight-pack ab with the fitness <laughs> fanatics and everything that you're doing. Yeah, shout out those guys, too. Yeah. Those guys know how to get it down. But guys like that in Venable, and it's just like, you know, when you're young like that, it's it's knowing how to push yourself and not completely like ruin yourself for the future. Because um, I remember uh, I had guys that they just shoulder press every day, right, and right. then their shoulders start hunching forward, and the strength yep. coach is like, "Hey, you got to work on that back a little bit, otherwise <laughs> you're gonna have a hunchback." Uh, so it's great to have guys like Venable that know what they're doing and uh, kind of how to get the, like you said, the youth ready. Uh, and again, if you guys want to join the conversation, start our Heyman text line 402-464-5685. And you want to put a face to the voice. We're also streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. So you can join the conversation that way as well. Uh, we got a little bit of time here. This first segment is going to be longer than usual. Uh, we're going to definitely swing it over to our guest here. Uh, why don't you kind of preview what we have up ahead here, though, before we do that? Yeah, no, we got a, got a full full slate today. And I'm kind of I'm excited in a lot of ways. I've got some colleagues, but I like to say, um, say we've kind of transitioned and having a friendship and um, joking around and I think for both segments and so we got Brian and David who are from LPS they'll tell you a little bit about their role with LPS um, Library Media Services but I like to say we've got Emmy Award winners in the building today <laughs> and so um, I, I know DP has got a full trophy case and you got <laughs> you know AD and his th- you know the song opens up national championship you know um, we'll talk about that but no um, but you know um, these individuals um, are extremely talented and then on our second half we've got um a really cool event and we talked about it a little bit but 93.7 the tickets actually helping to support um the roadrunner classic and it's an annual event and it's really what the the title of the show is it's bigger than the final score and so we got coach jen pospisil and her two children but one of the scholar athletes uh bria who's going to be um taking on uh the roadrunners at norwood park okay. um, next week so you know with that making that transition i um, want to welcome brian and david Howdy, y'all. Thank you. It's great to be Thanks. here. Awesome. We'll get you guys up in the morning. I think that we've got the whole green thing. So I, I, I don't know if everybody coordinated or not. Harrison's got red on. I've got mismatched gray, brown shoes, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I, think I didn't I, get the memo. I yeah. missed it. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up a little bit later. But uh, Brian and David are, are both phenomenal, talented. We're going to talk about a couple things. But maybe just kind of enlighten people real briefly on, on who you are. And Brian, we'll start kind of your journey um, where you you're from and um what you what you currently do yeah i grew up uh in the great state of michigan and uh i've uh worked i always wanted to work in media in some capacity either as a journalist or something else and uh, really found my passion in college working on tv shows there mostly just having fun and uh then i was up at like two o'clock in the morning editing some absurd thing and i said you know i'm not getting paid to do this uh, <laughs> that's the way it usually starts or your yeah. parents said you can do free labor for us that's yeah it. so i was like you know what maybe this is okay if i'm willing to do it for free maybe maybe i'd be willing to do it uh for money so uh i worked in news for a little while and then uh came here to what is now known as nebraska public media okay great place uh learned a lot there about uh, making documentaries and telling stories and uh that's where i happened to meet david kane who's also here with us and uh just about three years ago right before just before the pandemic is when i came to lincoln public schools to start uh, doing some storytelling there and it's been really fun really interesting 
And uh, I came with David Kane when we came to LPS. It was awesome. just a little bit of fate, so I'll let David introduce himself. Yeah, we're going to get to that yeah. storytelling part in a bit. But, David, yeah, tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, my story is a little bit similar, too. Like, a lot of the same kind of backgrounds as Brian here. I, I'm kind of like a sucker fish, so when I saw that he was leaving, I was like, I knew he had a lot of talent, and I was like, I'm well, Batman can't leave without Robin now. Come on now. <laughs> that's, that's the, it's like Coat the super tales. friends right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, totally. I'm the Robin. I think. Okay. <laughs> hey, but, I mean, I think, um, yeah, working with Brian at LPS is just, like, we couldn't have done it without each other just because we think very similar about things. I mean, a lot of times while we're shooting, we just look at each other, and we know exactly what we're going to do and what direction. Like, if the story is going to shift. We both just know it. We don't even really need to talk about it. Right. But my start in getting interested in all this stuff kind of has some roots all the way back to when I was a um, a junior at at Southwest High School. And um, there's a lot of other things that maybe have gotten me interested in doing this professionally. But one of the cool stories is that um, when I was at Southwest, I was kind of, you know, an at-risk student because I was super antisocial. I didn't like to... to I didn't have many friends or anything, and I just kind of wanted to hide away in the library and not, like, talk to anybody during lunchtime. So I would hide away and watch movie trailers on the computer. One day the librarian there saw what I was doing by, like, not trying to get together with people, and she noticed that I had a uh, an affinity for, for video making and stuff, and so she introduced me to the AV technician in the library. And that was really the first time that I saw that, like, this could be a profession like you can make money doing this it's not just something that that's a hobby that you just go out with your friends and make fun videos and stuff you know so that was kind of the spark that ignited me thinking even about like going down this road and then from there i went to college got you know really started to pursue it and into news and eventually now we're working together making cool stories at what, the place I started at, you know? Well, and I, and I so. think that's that's one of the really, um, I guess, not just neat parts. We've had scholars in, and they've talked about, you know, kind of their journey and, and where they see themselves. And we've had a number, I think, Harrison will test, we've had a number say they, they wanted to go into education in some mm-hmm. realm or, you know, some form or fashion. And so I think that's really cool when you see individuals that are touched by somebody. You know, um, it was Mentorship Month in January, and I know they have big brothers big sisters and the teammates hour and and just who are those people that kind of touch you um to kind of make you come to where you're at today and so you know with that being said i know people are like okay man it's a sports show you you know um what are you know why why is this how does this relate to something bigger than the score and so you know as i put out on just like who we're going to be previewing today it's about the stories and and the fabric of Lincoln Public Schools, and not just Lincoln Public Schools, but any school district. I know we're set up a little bit differently than some others, but you know, talk a little bit about you know why is it important to tell the stories of our families and scholars? Yeah, I think um, story is uh, it's very important, and you're starting to hear it more and more, like you know from corporations and things like that. We have a we have a special story to tell. Uh, but Lincoln Public Schools is, uh, it really is the community. No matter where you go, the public schools are going to reflect what the community is, who the people are that are there, and uh, we're all together. And uh, if you want to learn about a community, you learn about their school system. And um, so, yeah, telling story, I think, uh, I just heard it yesterday. If I know your story, then I can have a little bit more empathy towards you. Yeah. 
And that's what David and I are going for uh, when we when we tell stories for Lincoln Public Schools is uh, telling stories that will open up kind of the world of a person who sits next to you. Maybe you don't maybe you're wondering why that kid is so quiet that sits in the seat next to you. Why, why would that be? Maybe maybe there's more behind that. And that's when we move away a little bit from the school and try to get to the family and right. try to figure out, okay, where is this student, where is this scholar coming from? Right. And uh, what is molding and shaping their world? Well, in the greater community, and that's kind of what you talked about, it's kind of like you have the English, math, science, your class, and the academic achievement, but then also the extracurricular, and then we talk about what's bigger than the score, and you said that, what's, you know, that family, that community piece, and we had Travis Turner in here last week, and, and Travis, like, I mean, that's a young man who came, like, his family came here after Hurricane Katrina, like, during Hurricane Katrina, mm -hmm. didn't have a choice, and so when you talk about the story and what shaped that young man, like, that's that plays just as much into who he is as an individual as any, you know, uh, you know, SAT or ACT test that he, you know, that he'll take. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, David, maybe tell us a little bit about, the, you know, telling those stories of individuals that often don't get their stories told. That's something that you are very great at, and we'll get to some specific examples. But, mm. you know, oftentimes people say marginalized, and I don't like using that word because there's nothing marginal mm. about an individual. Mm. But um, yeah. individuals, oftentimes students, you know, individuals of color, you know, um, individuals, you know, that are not oftentimes represented in mainstream media. Mm -hmm. Why is that important? Yeah, well, it's interesting, like, you bring up, like, a uh, person of color and stuff, because sometimes people see what we're doing, they think, oh, you're just doing stories about people of color, and, like, that's not it. It really is that we're doing stories about students that they have a story to tell, and the world would be better off if we knew what the story was. And so sometimes that's somebody who's deaf, sometimes that's somebody who's got a disability. It is truly anyone that falls into that category of... Um, they're just kind of we're we're missing hearing their story, and we need to we need to put a spotlight on that. And I think like Brian kind of hit the nail on the head there by saying that like when we sit down with somebody and spend time with them, it's almost impossible to not have some kind of empathy build from that conversation or that time spent. You know, unless you're just like stone cold and not able to connect <laughs> there's there's all. some of those out there yeah. now I, i'd say somebody at home but, would say that i have that i'm that stone cold sometime and not in a yeah. physical sense <laughs> but. but i would argue that at least any time at all i mean it's going to sink in right and maybe not a, a right away but that the cool thing about stories and especially when you are telling a really impactful meaningful story uh, and the one the kind of stories that brian and i are trying to tell you're going to remember it like a lot of people it's interesting talking to people about like videos we've done that we're really proud of, for instance. Like sometimes they can't even tell us what the name of the video was, but they remember the feeling they had with it, you know? Remember a moment. Right. Yeah. yeah. Say so we're gonna come back with another segment with both of you and get into some specifics of projects you're doing. So right after this break, you're on ninety three seven the ticket, bigger than the score with Peter Ferguson, and we'll be right back.